If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. Today on the show, I make a boo play a game he absolutely hates. Welcome to Lore Party, the podcast that explores the stories, characters, and universes behind some of our favorite video games. My name's Neil, and I'm sitting here with Abu, and I'm making him play for the very first time Metroid Zero Mission. Abu, thoughts so far? It's been a rough one, Neil. Let me get you caught up on my journey so far. Okay. You gave me your Game Boy Advance SP last week. Mm-hmm. On and off for the past couple days, I've been playing through Zero Mission. Right. And it has been an experience. Now, to clarify, you haven't played any Metroidvania game before, the Vania part being the Castlevania series. Never. I've never played any sort of Metroid game on any platform ever. Oh, boy. (laughs) Yeah, oh, boy is right. So I've been playing the game on and off, and I got to preface this by saying that I normally don't like platformers, even modern platformers, I don't play. So the type of game and the genre of game is like not something that I I played regularly. And that really shows in my experience so far because it's been pretty tough figuring out how I'm supposed to play this game. Right. And I remember talking to you, it's been taking it a while. I'm just, just for reference, 14 years ago when I was 10 years old, I beat this game in three hours. <laughs> Last summer, I beat this game in three hours. And I left those save files up there as motivation for you. Because I know oh, yeah. you're getting a li- you were getting a little discouraged at the beginning. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Those, those save files are there, and I can vouch for Neil on this one. They are three hours long, so he absolutely beat this game in less time than it has taken me to struggle through. To what am I at now? Crate, I think is is the, right. You're at is the, the section location, that I'm right? at yeah. now. Right. Yeah. So expand on like where are you exactly? You got the power grip, the ice beam, and you're in Crate now. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So let me get you caught up. I landed on the planet. And, of course, I journeyed to the right because I was like, this is a platformer. Just run right as fast as I can. Mm -hmm. Not the case. This game continues to, like, subvert everything I think I know about platformers. Right, when the original was out in 1986, the the only game was Mario, and all you do is run to the right. So, yeah, that's the exact opposite. Right. So, of course, I had to text you, and then I got got the Powerball, which was on the left. Uh, The Morph Ball. The Morph Ball. Oh, no. See? The Maru Maru Ball. Yeah. (laughs) So I got the Powerball, and I continued on onwards a little bit, got some more power-ups. Uh, the most recent ones that I got were the Power Grip, mm-hmm. which has fundamentally, I think, changed the way I play the game. Right, it gives you a little more leeway if you're not a, plat- like in a platform gamer. Exactly, so it's been really tough for me being a not-platform person, trying to get used to the platforming and running and gunning and dodging and getting all the timings right. But the power grip has helped with that significantly. So my experience has gotten a little bit better yeah, since getting the power to hear. grip. And then after that, uh, I think the most recent power up that I have now is the ice beam. Mm-hmm. And that has also been a lot of fun because now those annoying ass turtles that I kept just bumping into, 
I can freeze and, and I can use them as platforms. And it's cool the way the game sort of teaches you to do that. Right. It ramps up like as as you're finally mastering mechanics, you're getting stuff to make you. But like you're you're slowly going to become a juggernaut. The end of the game, you're going to feel unstoppable. I honestly I'm starting to feel that a little bit, which is a lot of fun. Like now I'm less scared and I'm less less so trying to dodge these monsters. I'm mm-hmm. just blasting through them with my ice beam. I'm freezing the ones that get in my way. I'm hopping around and power gripping everywhere. So it's been a lot of fun. Good. But the point where I've left off is essentially I'm, I arrived in Kraid mm-hmm. and uh, I've i been watching a walkthrough, full disclosure, to like help me get through some of the, some of the maps. Very fair. But uh, I... I Took a little bit of a sneak peek ahead in the walkthrough, and I'm I'm basically right before the section where you fight that uh, lava snake for yes, the first time. Yes, yes, yes. So that is coming up. Not looking forward to that, but I am looking forward to the tracks that you. Oh, can, the like, tracks are a blast. Yeah, that you can dangle off of. Mm-hmm. Um, but as I've been playing the game, I've had a couple of questions come up, and this yeah. is this is a podcast about lore and universe and stories and characters and Mm -hmm. i have a lot of questions regarding that when it comes to metroid so can i hit you with some of my questions absolutely okay so i wrote them down let me take a look here the okay the very first one that came to mind was as soon as i powered up the game i i didn't know how to pronounce the name of the planet right so the planet is pronounced zebus which it's canonically established in the wii game metroid other m which we will not discuss. <laughs> also, this podcast is going to be mostly just the 2D core games, the mainline games. It's called Zebeth with an H in the original game. Uh, they changed that in Metroid 2 on the Game Boy, the sequel, but people call it Zeb, Zebes, whatever. Just call it what you want. And no one call it whatever I want. Gotcha. Well, I'll try to be as official as possible and use Zebeth. Doesn't Zebes. matter. It's <laughs> That's good to know. Zebes. Yeah. So my second question and sort of a follow-up to that was, mm-hmm. Is this planet super important and relevant? Am I spending my entire time on this planet? Is there a history here? What's the relevance of the planet? Right. So, Zebes was originally a Chozo colony. Uh, you'll you'll kind of get a clue to it uh, in the game, but an orphan, Samus Aran, was raised on this planet by the Chozo. She's from the neighboring planet, K2L. The space pirates, led by Mother Brain, they're using it as their base of operations. So okay, okay, okay. I'm, I'm going to stop you right there. There's a lot going on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop you right there because you name dropped a lot of things that I have no idea about. Right. First and foremost, and I think this might actually lead into my second question mm-hmm. a little bit, you said this is a Chozo planet. Yes. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a leap of faith here and assume that is an ancient civilization and also has something to do with those statues. Well, first things first, like if you want just the backstory on this game, the planet Samusran herself, there's an accompanying manga that goes along with the game, uh, only released in Japan. It'll explain a lot of this backstory, actually. Uh, really? Yes. That's interesting. Has that? I wonder if that's been translated. I believe it has. It, sh- it should be. Huh, I might, th- I might look that up. Oh, absolutely, you should. Uh, but back to the Chozo, there are these ancient bird people, Super peaceful, so it seems. Made a lot of cool tech. They raised you. They gave you your power suit. You're you're you because of them, more or less. They raised Samus. Yeah, from a young age, because so that explains why her suit works with with everything. Right, it's compatible. It's compatible with the technology. They knew she was gonna come. All the stuff. They're they're a prophetic race of cool bird people. Wow, that explains a lot because the entire time I was playing. The, every time I got a power up, the question just popped into my mind of, isn't this 
like an ancient planet how does the technology work with my with my suit mm-hmm. uh but that's interesting that samus was raised by these people right um so you kind of segued right into samus on that one fill me in a little bit on her backstory she I, all i know so far is that she's a bounty hunter potentially one of the best bounty hunters out right, there right 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 and she was hired to come back to this planet for some reason so mm-hmm. so fill me in on the backstory there. right so the first thing uh, i want to be very clear on is obviously we you didn't know it in 1986 samus aran is a woman and never has her gender been a, a piece of discussion as to her job. She is a bounty hunter. She is the best at it. No one, her enemies, no one cares she's a woman. And that's fucking rad. That's badass. I think that's sick. Especially for a game that came out in, in the 80s. Right, because everyone's, you, you thought you were a cool spaceman blowing shit up. No, you're you're a badass chick getting yours. Nice. So, Samus is the lone bounty hunter sent by the Galactic Federation police to destroy the pirate base on Zebus. She is called because she is the best. Now, there's obviously it's a whole world. There's other bounty hunters. Uh, she has a relationship with them and this planet and the space pirates uh, from previous combat. So she was just the best choice for this job. Gotcha. So uh, she was sort of the best fit. Right. So what's her history with the space pirates? You sort of said something about that. Yeah. Um, did I, I think it was in the intro for Zero Mission. I can't quite recall. You see like a big purple dragon looking dude? I don't know okay that's fair you will he he may or may not have uh more or less eaten your parents he definitely killed them and destroyed your home planet his name's ridley he's a real nice guy wow yeah he is the space pirate general named after ridley scott oh yeah this draws a lot of parallels to alien and a lot of references interesting Mm -hmm. gotcha so big purple dragon named ridley eight slash killed my parents in some way yeah and then samus became an orphan mm-hmm. and was left on zebus to be raised by the chozo I, I haven't read the manga in a while but i assume they kind of scooped her up because it was gotcha. the neighboring planet gotcha, um, gotcha gotcha and then eventually she joins the galactic federation police under her ceo adam malkovich which we'll talk about him much 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 later gotcha, gotcha, um, gotcha. okay but yeah, she she did some gigs with them, left, became a bounty hunter, and you know they have a history together. So, she she's the lone juggernaut who can get into this planet that she knows to destroy the space of operations by the pirates. That makes sense. That that explains why she was chosen and mm-hmm. why all of the technology is working perfectly. Right. Yeah. So, that suit is exclusive to her. No one else has that. Nice. That is her uh, I deal. didn't know that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Interesting. Okay. So is that a Chozo suit then? Yes. Like they gave it to yes, her? Yes. And... The Chozo power suit. Gotcha. Okay. So mm-hmm. speaking of the Chozo and the planet and the suit and the history there, do we know what happened to the Chozo and why is this planet attacking me why is everything on this planet trying to kill me right so the chozo are a colonizing race um they just get wiped out all the time they either just (laughs) they either just flee because something's coming or they just outright get slaughtered i don't quite remember what the deal was on zebus Mm -hmm. i imagine though it was them uh getting slaughtered on it as to why the environment's attacking you there's two good reasons for that one the planet's just going to become way more inhospitable the further you go you're just you're going from like oh hey like it's a nice day outside to like all right there's some caverns oh okay everything's on fire oh this is an acid pit not lava but just acid now for the second reason the whole reason you're there the leader of the space pirates mother brain 
you're going to go kill her, so she's sending everyone to kill you. She has this weird psychic connection with every creature on the planet that she's sending them right after you. Pretty much Mother Brain uh, was a creation by the Chozo, kind of running the planet, and it decided, hey, reset everything back to zero. Just... Uh... Yeah. The classic artificial intelligence. Right, it, it, right. It's AI, right? It's right, technology. yeah. Mother brain is how. It's an, it's a big organic supercomputer. It's literally a brain in a jar with an eyeball and spikes on it. The eyeball. Yes. So that was actually my follow-up question to this was like, when you go to, is it North Star? Uh, Brinstar. Brinstar. I think when you, for the first time, you take that elevator down to Brinstar, mm-hmm. a quick cutscene flashes where you see like, uh, what I assume now is a brain and uh, you see this eyeball sort of uh, open up, and, right. and you get this sense that something is watching you. Mm-hmm. Um, Samus is actually reflected inside that eyeball yeah, yeah, during yeah. that cutscene. So I assume monitored. that's I assume that's Mother Brain mm-hmm. following Samus's every move. Yes, you are correct, sir. Interesting. So Mother Brain is basically this big bad Google Home. Yeah. Uh, what, what's her relation to the space pirates? Do are, it, has she taken over that organization, or is it? More yeah, of a, they are using her. To my knowledge, it's pretty much uh, she, like, as she controls the creatures on the planet, she is controlling the space pirates as means to her own end, which, oh, again, okay. is reset everything to zero. And the whole reason they're there, which, you know, we, we should talk about the titular creature of the series. Uh, Mother Brain and the space pirates are hanging out in Zebus, deep within the reaches of the big chromatic area known as Torian experimenting with the biological superweapon, the Metroids. The Metroid, right. I haven't even asked about that yet. So, yeah, explain to me the the, the title here. What is a Metroid? Because I, I don't think I've experienced one yet. Oh, you, this is, we'll, ta- we'll, we'll touch on them more in part two, but just be very weary of them. Uh, they are just a superweapon the government does not want in the hands of the space pirates. They are organic creatures, and they will kill anything in their path. Speaking of organic creatures, the final sort of, not really even a question, an observation that I had, I, the more I'm playing this game, the, the I'm getting this sense that most of these creatures don't want to actually attack me. They're sort of just existing in their homes and I'm almost the trespasser. You're you're a, a virus in a nervous system. You're a cancer. You gotta, you're interrupting the entire environment just that's by a, running through it. A virus in the system. That's a great way to put it because I'm getting that sense more and more. Like when you get to um, Cade, there's those like googly-eyed monsters mm-hmm. that don't attack you or anything. They they just sort of hang out there. Oh, the little like crab-looking guys. Yeah, yeah exactly. They look the, like the thing from Digimon, the, the yeah. Numamon, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The, uh, I've noticed that I go in there and I just blast the room and right, wipe them out. they're just crawling on the walls. You only kill them if they're in your way. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so I'm getting this sense that this planet uh, is just more annoyed that I'm there and not really just specifically out to get me outside of like Mother Brain right. directing them. Interesting. Correct. Okay, um, so... To sort of wrap up, I know I'm not very far into the game. I'm mm-hmm. going to do my best to play through the rest of the game uh, with the help of many, many walkthroughs, I'm sure. But tease me a little bit. What what, what can I expect? What power-ups do I still not have yet that so, are going to be fun? You're going to get relatively soon. I say soon because, again, it's a three-hour game. But uh, <laughs> you're going to get my favorite item, the speed booster, and you're going to get it very soon. And it allows for my favorite mechanic in the game, the shine spark. You're going to run super fast, and you're going to store the energy you're using. Oh, boy. In, like, you'll start glowing and flashing. You're going to crouch down. 
and you're going to hit A in any direction you want. You can do it in Morphle, you can do it standing straight up, and you're going to launch, and you're going to go until you hit an object, and Whoa. it's the best. <laughs> That's amazing. That's amazing. Okay, mm. I'm looking forward to those, and I feel like I have a much deeper understanding of who I am, what I'm doing, what this planet is, and what sort of the backstory is. And it's interesting that this, back in the 80s, this would have been people's very first introduction to Metroid. Right. You, the game really does not tell you what's going on. Right. It's a lot of like figuring it out and uh, sort of going backwards from the, the hints that the game gives you. Right. And if you want a taste of the original, once you beat the game, we'll discuss it in part two of this, but you'll unlock the original Metroid and you can just kind of see what exactly these changes and updates were and what was what stayed fundamentally the same. That's awesome. Well, I'm looking forward to it. Me too. I want to thank Abu for taking the time out of his schedule and the time out of his mental health for trudging through this game. We want to thank you for tuning in and being a part of this show. Be sure to connect with us on Twitter at lore underscore party and leave us a review on iTunes. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>